0: Welcome to Career Tools. Today's topic, accepting an offer. Now, we've covered how to decline an offer a good while ago. We still get questions about
1: how to accept offers. We do get questions about how to accept offers, but they're the wrong questions. And it's not just about saying, yes, there's the when and the how to, and people get it wrong. I'll tell you the classic one is people declining before they accept. That's just the biggest unbelievable dumbness ever.
0: Declining an offer from one from one company before accepting from a
1: different company. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, all right, five steps. We're going to talk about when to say yes, what to say when you do say yes, how to say it, and then we rec- recommend you send a thank you note, and we recommend you stay in touch, which is your half of the onboarding process. Now, that is a very high-level overview. We're going to get into details, but that's it. Okay, so when do you say yes? The moment you've decided. I literally cannot think of another situation where someone is given an opportunity to make a decision with a deadline. And the assumption is you wait until the deadline. When you have a decision and a deadline, folks, when it comes to offers, I don't know why it is that somehow the deadline is what drives things rather than the decision. I've, I've talked to 500 people in my lifetime who have said, well, I made the decision, but I'm waiting until the deadline. Like, for what? I mean, it, is this wine? Is it getting better with age? It's not. It, literally, the moment you make a decision… The only reason you wouldn't communicate it is because there's a chance it'll change, either because you get a better offer or whatever. But if that's the case, then you haven't made the decision.
0: okay. So let me just get a specific example. I get a phone call. It's the hiring manager, and they say, "Mike, I'd like to make you an offer. Here's the offer."
1: Yeah. By by the way, just just to be clear, you never say, "I'd like to make you an offer." I'm making you an offer. Yeah, because uh, that'd be nice. I'd I'd like you to make me an offer too. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'd like a Ferrari. You know, I mean. Right. <laughs> <anyway. laughs> okay.
0: So here's the offer. They make you the offer. And you know you're going to say yes. And so you're saying to say yes right then and there.
1: No. I'm saying to say yes the moment you've decided you want the offer. That That's where you're willing to accept and that's what you want to do. And by the way, folks, I want to apologize. I'm eating cough drops. I have a terrible head cold. And I told Mike before we recorded, I would absolutely mention this because seven years ago, some... Um, not to put too fine, fine a point on it, jackass um, <laughs> wrote me a nasty note saying he couldn't believe that I was so rude as to be eating and drinking when I was recording a cast. And Mike and I were just talking about, I was on my deathbed at the time. We had to get a cast out. I was eating Hall's mentholatum cough drops and drinking yogi tea just to be able to get full sentences out before my throat clamped shut in sheer agony. So if it, if I sound funny, it's because I'm sick Um, so we apologize for that, but look, here's the thing. Yes. You can say yes, Mike, if they've made a decision that that's where they want to go. If you have a list of companies that you're interested in and it's, this company is clearly your number one and they give you the offer that would make it number one and there's nowhere else, nobody else could be, there's no way anybody else could, could over overcome them. Then you make the decision. If you've made the decision, if you say to yourself, I will accept any offer from company a. And company A offers you, then you accept. And so you accept the moment you know, the moment you've decided that you're going to accept. You don't wait. The problem is people think that when they're given a deadline, somehow the deadline is what drives it. It's not the deadline, guys. The decision drives everything. They simply give you a deadline because if you're not going to make a decision in that period of time, they can't offer the job to two different people and a job, the requisition, the open requisition, re- requisition for the job, the needs of the job to have somebody in it delivering deliverables and so on is a time based issue. By definition, all offers have deadlines. If a company says there's no deadline, trust me, they think they have one. They're just not telling you that because they've assumed you'll make a decision quickly. And that's going to, at some point, you're going to be uncomfortable unless you make a decision quickly, which I think is unfair for companies to do. So you make the decision. You call and you 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 say yes. You accept the moment you've made the decision. If that happens on Monday and the decision is on Friday and the deadline's Friday, you don't wait till Friday. The moment you've decided. Now, if you haven't decided by Friday, you have to decide one way or the other. And if you cannot decide, then I assume what you'll do is say no and you'll say, "I'm sorry, I've decided not to accept the offer." Because and, and I wouldn't say because I couldn't decide. But look, the time to say yes or the time to say no is the moment you've made a decision. The only clarification of that, the only caveat to that is you always say no after you've said yes.
0: Now, we recommend interview processes which take much longer than the one or two hours that most managers take, right? And if you spend 30, you know, 50 hours with a hiring manager and you're
1: still there, my assumption is you want the job, right? You know, what's funny about that is – When you tell candidates that, Mike, they don't necessarily say that. They say, well, depends on the offer, depends on this, depends on that. I find that fantastical after a fashion. And that has to do with the definition of offer, an offer. And if you don't know it, folks, the esoteric definition of an offer is when control passes to you. If you're still there interviewing after 30 hours, it's reasonable for the company to assume that you do want an offer. To be clear, folks... And this is old news, but I'm going to say it again because some of you are listening for the first time. Saying you want an offer, saying to a friend, I really want an offer from that company, is not tantamount, is not equivalent to, is not the same thing as saying you'll take an offer. It doesn't. Okay. Once you've heard the terms of the offer, if an offer is acceptable to you and if it is the offer you want, you say Yes. You don't need to leave the interview room if you get the offer you want while you're interviewing. There's no benefit in waiting. The idea that somehow you want to become the object of someone's desire is ludicrous. Ludicrous. I promise you guys. And Let's say you're an EVP and then you say, well, you know, they really want me, but you know, I ought to make them wait a couple of days so they know they don't really actually have me. All you're doing is, bur- dude, dude. You laugh, but people say this to me all the time. First, you're burning goodwill, and I got to tell you something, guys. Goodwill is priceless. It's like a MasterCard or a Visa commercial, whichever one of it those. It's priceless.
0: Well, that's what that's what's so ludicrous. That's why I, I chuckle about it, laugh because well, you know the idea that you would start off. Now, I assume you could take you take this job. You're you're at least considering it might be a long term position. It might be you might make a career there, and to start off in a new company with a new manager and burn any goodwill that you don't have to burn just seems crazy to me
1: okay but to be fair the people who burn the goodwill don't see it as a goodwill situation they see it as the beginning of the tug of war between them and the powers that be and they want a chance to start the tug of war on their side the, the start the, the the rope on their side of the line that's the way they see it well be, they're wrong they're be wrong, wrong. <laughs> but 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 i get where they're coming from Just if you take a slightly larger perspective, then you have to come down on the side of you say yes as soon as you're ready. Now, look, it's possible you'll get an offer, but you're not certain, okay? Maybe you need to discuss it with your spouse. And look, folks, if you're married and you're ready to say yes, but you haven't talked to the details, talked to the details to your spouse and the job has changed or the salary has changed or location has changed or anything else, there's no negative to saying, I I really, I'm inclined to accept, but I wish to talk to my spouse first. People would think you're crazy not to talk to your spouse. In fact, there are managers who would say, wait, look, I know you're saying you're going to accept, but go home and talk to your spouse first. They'll actually deny you accepting if they know you're married, so you get a chance to talk to your spouse. So there's nothing wrong with that. If, If you have another interview tomorrow and you might get an offer from another company, there's nothing wrong with saying, I think this is my first choice, but I don't know. And if I get another offer tomorrow, I want to compare apples to apples, then you don't have to say yes. But if you have decided, and that boils down to what your decision criteria are, then at the moment you've decided, you do not wait. The deadline is irrelevant and you accept Now. If you need to think about it, fine, good, do so. That's why the deadline exists, because they know you may choose to take some time, and they don't expect an answer immediately. An immediate answer is not necessary by any stretch. There are times when it's good, it might get you a little bit of extra goodwill, but it's certainly not necessary. You may say, you know what, I want to go back and reflect on it. Nothing wrong with that. But the deadline exists simply to say, we know you may need some time, but... This is a, an organization that needs to be efficient, and we can't be inefficient about this offer forever, so it has to have a limit to it.
0: Yeah, and so your point is that good offers are going to have a deadline, and you don't have to wait until that
1: deadline to give your answer. Never, and, and it, this is one of those areas where somehow deadline and decision, the deadline is what drives people, and I just think it's wrong. Now, I, I suppose I can understand it from the standpoint that they're worried about other offers coming in, and so we wait until the last possible minute. But you can make a decision while waiting for another offer. When you go, yeah, no, but that com- the company I'm waiting for is my second-rate company, and the job isn't as good, and this salary is better than what I'll get there. And you realize, yes, I would have loved to have had three offers simultaneously for a full week to compare apples to apples. But frankly, folks, that's ideal. And I just checked, and I don't think we live in an ideal world. I think we live in a world that man made, and that means it's flawed. It's, it's broken. <laughs> and you're, if you get three offers at the same time, it's really, really lucky. And we have another cast where we'll talk at some other time about how you can't manipulate the timing very much. The timing is the timing. Companies drive the timing. I wish it were different, but it's not. Actually, no, I don't wish it was different because if individuals drove the timing, everything would get messed up. Companies are smarter because they do it more often. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about what to say. Let's say one more thing first. Okay. You make up your mind. You say Yes. If you can't make up your mind till the deadline, the assumption is going to be the deadline drove your yes. A decision made at the very last minute is believed to be less emphatic than a decision that was made sooner. Okay? Even if it's just a few hours sooner. And it would be made a lot less emphatic if you say, look, I've come to the deadline. I have to choose. And so I'm going to choose you. It's like,
0: <laughs> I mean, I start. That's a look, and,
1: and, and this is a, a gender bias statement, but it's culturally probably representative to say, yeah, there's some other girls, but, you know, I just couldn't get dates with them. So I guess you'll do.
0: I guess I'll, mar- I guess I'll marry you. <laughs> You're the best I could get. <laughs> yeah. Under the circumstances, you'll do. <laughs> not what I really wanted, but.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't say yes without enthusiasm if there's a way to say yes with enthusiasm. Now, folks, we're not telling you you have to say yes. You don't. If you're not comfortable, if you don't think it's the right fit, say no. But the moment you decide you're not going to say yes, please let them know because they may have somebody else waiting in the wings who's desperate to come to work for them. They're the dream job of all time. And so you want to give that opportunity back to the company so they can offer somebody else.
0: Okay. So what do I say? How do I say this so the company doesn't end up feeling like, you know, the second best uh, girl out there?
1: I think because because mankind can never know everything. We can't, right? It's not the it's not a perfect world. You're only really, as, as Shelley Wright once said, I guess we guess our way through life. Because you can't know everything. The, the way we recommend you say it is to say, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, Too many cough that's, drops.
0: That's usually my line, something like Yeah, that.
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, look, in the same way that managers don't say, I'd like to make you an offer, you don't say, I'd like to take your offer. You say, I accept your offer. It's four words, guys, I accept your offer, or I'm calling to accept your offer. And by the way, you don't say, let's say Mike made me an offer with a deadline of day after tomorrow. We're recording this on what? Is it Monday night? Monday night. I have to get to you by Wednesday close to business. And you made the offer to me Friday. I had a chance to talk it over with my spouse over the weekend. And so it's Monday noon and I call you and I say, Mike, I'm calling to accept your offer. I don't say, hey, Mike, how's it going? And you say, good, Mark. How are you? Anything I can help you with? Well, how was your weekend? Uh, <laughs> if you're listening and you don't see the inherent flaw in that, I'm sorry. You're not listening. Okay? The most important thing, the reason you're making the call is to accept the offer. So that's the first thing you say. Hi, Mike. How's it going? And you, Mike, let's role play it. Let's just okay. role play it. There, This is not in the show notes, guys, but here's where we going. Mike, answers the phone. Go ahead, Mike. Answer the phone. Uh
0: Manichel's, Mike goes in. Can I help you? Hey, Mike, Mark Horseman, how are you?
1: Hey, Mark, how are you? Good. Mike, I'm calling to accept your offer. That's awesome. Now you're saying that, that was pretty good. Let's do it again. Okay. Uh, your phone rings and you pick up. Mike Ozan, manager tools. Hey, Mike, it's Mark Horseman. I'm calling to accept your offer.
0: Awesome, Mark.
1: That's great. It's great news. Yeah, dude. So, the, why do we need, how was your weekend? And hey, I just want to tell you what a great experience I had. Because I'll tell you what, if you start out, Getting ready to accept by saying, I'm calling to tell you what a great experience I have. What does the man- hiring manager think, Mike?
0: He thinks you're going to say, no, that's what he does. Exactly. Of course, right? <laughs> right.
1: I'm going to praise you before I hammer you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like the chit-chat managers, you know, You know, when they want to nail their direct, they stop yeah, by the desk and do a bunch of chit-chat, and then they tell you what they're really there for, which is right. they want you to do more work or chew you out for not doing good enough work.
1: So what we do is we say, I accept your offer, or I'm calling to accept your offer, and then you know, add some some energy, add some some feeling to it. I'm delighted you made me the offer. I'm excited about joining your team. And by the way, I have found that in exciting times or when you're trying to, to portray excitement, I found that many people have a tendency to choose very long run-on sentences with multiple commas and conjunctions like and. And I recommend you use less commas and more periods. For instance, Mike, I'm calling to accept your offer. I'm delighted you made me the offer. I'm excited about joining your team rather than saying, I'm accepting your offer, Mike. I'm delighted. I'm really, I'm accepting your offer because I'm delighted that you made it and I'm excited about joining your team. That's a long sentence with three different ideas. It's better to have three short sentences with one idea each.
0: Why do you think people hesitate when it comes to This kind of stuff. Why do you think they do that? Because it just seems kind of obvious. Just get bottom line up front.
1: I think it's like feedback. I think they mean well, but they think there's a right way and they don't know the right way and they literally don't have the right words. But it's simple. Say the word accept or take the offer. Don't say I'm inclined or say I'm really excited about your offer. If you say I'm really excited about your offer, that's not a decision. And then if you follow it up with I can't wait to come to work for you, that's also not a decision. So, say accept or take. I'm calling to accept, I'm calling to take. Or, I'm accepting your offer. Or, I'm taking the offer. Thank you. Now, there are probably other words, but those are the two that we recommend. You can't miss with those. Now, look guys, we know that in some countries, you do need to formally accept in writing. But in those countries, managers will tell you, if you verbally call and accept, They consider that a professional obligation as much as doing it in writing. And they assume that if you accept verbally, you're going to accept in writing. And they want to know sooner rather than later. And there are plenty of companies that say you need to accept in writing, but they don't ever give you an offer letter until you accept verbally because it takes a couple hours for legal to get it done. And frankly, they probably get judged on how many offer letters get returned unsigned or unaccepted, meaning if they don't, make you an off, don't give you an offer letter until after you verbally say yes, they don't get dinged for a loss. Yeah. So don't be waiting for a document. Verbal yeses are professionally binding and they are sufficient. They are both necessary and sufficient.
0: Let me ask you another question, because I think this gets people sometimes. What if I've, I've left the building? I'm, not in the, I, you know, I'm no longer in the building You know, talking to the manager with them, and I've gotten an offer, and I call to accept the offer, and the hiring manager's not there, and I get their voicemail. What do I do then? You see now the
1: hidden genius of manager tools, because of course, this was what we had in mind when we tell people not to say, how was your weekend? because answering machines don't answer that question and then you're, stuck. Then you're no, stuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm kidding guys, I'm kidding. It's the it's the cough drops.
0: You'd want to be personal, right? You'd want to have a you'd want to have a personal conversation with a person. So okay. you leave a voicemail and say, "Hey, Whoa, this is this is Mike. No,
1: um, no, I'm calling no, about no, that no, job no, and don't I like say it. To, you don't give me a call back?" It. Trust me, dude, if you say things like that, if you mislead people and you think they get you, they'll repeat it later and say, "I heard Ozen say exactly this." And it would be technically true, but they missed your sarcasm.
0: Oh, okay, there, dudes, there was sarcasm there. <laughs> yeah,
1: and to be clear, but let's be clear, though, sarcasm doesn't always translate, right? doesn't translate into writing, and it sometimes doesn't translate verbally, particularly when English is a second language, okay? I'm thinking particularly about Tomas right now, telling us that I told him once that all one-on-one should be on Thursdays. Right. I'm pretty sure I never ever said that, Tomas. I love you, man, but I never said that. No, of course you can call. If you get voicemail, you accept to... Voicemail. That's why the phrase "I'm calling to accept" or "I'm accepting your offer" or "I'm taking your offer." Not "I'd like to take." In fact, I know many people who have said "I'd like to take your offer," but and that is just like the worst formulation ever.
0: Right. So it's perfectly acceptable to accept the offer on voicemail.
1: Yeah, and here's what's interesting. I, you were right when people when you suggested that people say, "Well, I you know I want I want it to do it in person. I want it to be." I want to make a connection with them. Yes, you do. But what you're doing is putting your needs and your wants over the company. And now is not the time to do it. They have other things going on relative relative to the offer. The moment you're going to accept, the moment they know. Even if he can't call you back for twelve hours, he can call she can call her admin, she can call HR, she can call uh, benefits. There's all kinds of things, all kinds of processes that can start happening. If Wendy were on this cast, she would be like, Oh, we can do this, we can do this, we can do that. We you know, there are all kinds of things you can do when somebody's coming on board.
0: Well, I, I think people forget that sometimes hiring is is as stressful for the manager as, as it is for the candidate.
1: <laughs> yeah. And when you say, I'm not going to accept the voicemail, you're just making it more stressful for the manager. There are managers who will get a voicemail that's unclear whether the person's giving a yes or no. And by the way, I've heard things like, I have good news, followed by, I'm really inclined to accept, but I need two more weeks. And they think the inclined to accept is such good news that I'll give them two more weeks, like crack-smoking idiots that they are, <laughs> chupacabras. So if you need to accept, you can accept a voicemail, Okay. Once the hiring manager has made a big decision to hire you, she's on tenterhooks about whether you're going to accept or if she's going to have to go through the whole process again. Managers sometimes won't make offers. i, I talk talked to many people who say, he seems to be expecting me to say yes before he makes an offer. Yeah, because there's a lot going on. And he doesn't want to go through the process of making an offer and getting approval and then find out you're just going to say no. Now, there are some managers who take that to an extreme and they make you uncomfortable and say, look, I'm not going to interview you unless you're going to accept in advance. Will you accept if I make an offer? And we always tell people, well, are you making me one? You know, I, I don't know. I'd have, you know, an, a, an offer is a specific thing. I'd have to see the offer and know the offer. And then the manager makes it worse by saying, assume it's in the range that I've discussed with you. Well... Then you can assume I would say yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so folks, what what Mark is saying is do not do what I said earlier, which is say, you know, leave a voicemail that says, call me back.
1: Yeah, don't. (laughs) Don't So it's crude, dude. It's totally cruel. Say, I'm calling to accept your offer. I'm delighted you made it. I'm excited about joining your team. I'll be free to discuss next step with you. As soon as you are, here's my number. Boom.
0: Okay. How about email? We got to talk about email. Can you accept via email?
1: Yeah, you can. I, we, don't, we don't recommend it, but you can. And look, if you get an offer and it's Wednesday afternoon and the decision is Friday and you call Thursday and you stupidly don't accept to the voicemail, you get their, You get voicemail, cell phone, call the office too. I'll tell you what, if the right company offered me and there were three numbers I could call, I'd call all three and leave acceptances on all three. And I'd let people laugh at me and say... Oh, yeah, we got all three of your messages, privately laughing. Look at the good doofus. He accepted everywhere. You know what? Okay, laugh at me. But I'm a guy who over communicates about important stuff. Simple as go. that. I'd much rather be accused of over communicating than saying, hey, I've got an answer for you. Call me back. Talk about under communicating. Yeah. So you can accept by email. It's less personal. It's less immediate. There are managers who say, send me a mail, right? Just send me a mail. And, and so we understand that mail has become a hugely important part of our organizational cultures. We, we don't recommend it, but you can do it. And if you're pretty sure that's the only way you could reach a manager, do it. Absolutely. Do it. Do it with our good wishes.
0: Okay. Now we talked about what to say. How do you say it? And folks, this is an important part of it. Yeah, this is easy.
1: Even if you're not excited about accepting, you better sound excited. Okay? So do it with enthusiasm. Well, look, let's live a life where we're respectful of other people the way we want them to be respectful to us. You know, let's golden rule here a little bit. And how would you feel if the manager said, look, I've interviewed a bunch of people. Nobody's really very good, but you're the best in the heap. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're on the dung heap, but you're on the top. So we're taking you. So I hope I can throw together an offer that might catch you. By the same token, you saying, hey, look, I've looked and I don't really find anything right, but... You did give me an offer so I you know I got to have a job you know I got to pay the bills <laughs> so whatever you do go to the other, stream, other extreme yes this is a formal moment but please accept with enthusiasm your hiring manager the person who's hiring you has made a significant and serious choice But what they want is not for you to be serious when you accept, they want you to show what you're gonna show on the job. And even for engineers, even for software developers, we want somebody who's excited. Remember what Horseman's Law is, Horseman's second or third law about interviewing. We'll take, third law, we'll take 90% less ability for 10% more attitude every day of the week. Don't be so so overwhelmed by the moment, or don't try so hard to play it cool That you give the impression you're not excited, you're not happy about your choice. This is the beginning of a relationship, okay? You want to convince that hiring manager that it's going to be a happy one, an effective one. And at that point, what you can do is show energy and enthusiasm. You don't have to prove the validity of your thought process. or You don't have to sound official and formal. You can just say, I'm really excited. Can't wait to come to work for you. Please give me a call so we can talk about next steps. Simple. Awesome.
0: Okay. So after you accept the offer, anything else I need to do? I've accepted it verbally, for example. Anything else I need to do?
1: Duh. Thank you note. Thank you note. Yeah. Same day. It's not over the top. Totally demonstrates enthusiasm. I got to tell you, you know, my new assistant is here and, um, on my desk were like six thank you notes. And, uh, you know, people send thank you notes all the time and I open them, read them and I wasn't having a great day. And suddenly I was, I mean, thank you notes, They're like the saffron of modern relationships. They work. They're helpful. If there's any time to send a thank you note, now's the time after you've accepted an offer. Your boss will get it. He'll probably only get one or two a year, and he'll remember that you were one of the ones that sent it. And he'll keep it 99% of the time. Yeah. Even
0: if you sent several thank you notes through the course of the interviewing process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. if there
1: are three managers
0: you interviewed with, send three thank you
1: notes. Send three. Hey, thank you again. Just communicating with you that I've accepted the offer. I'm so appreciative of the time you spent with me. Thank you for for uh, doing your best to interview me and showing me what I needed to know in order to make a great decision. I feel like I've made a great one. I look forward to staying in touch with you.
0: That's awesome. And that's it until you start the job, right?
1: This is literally early relationship building. You're crazy not to do it. Yeah.
0: Okay, and then that's it, right? Until until you start the job, you show up two weeks later or a month later, that's you're No, you're
1: that's almost it. Almost? We, we've got a bonus here, which is about staying in touch. The process by which you accept is say yes when you're ready, say it with enthusiasm, say accept or taking, and send a thank you note. Now, I, I want to come back. I want to mention one more thing, and then I'm going to go on to the, our bonus point, which is stay in touch. First of all, the the reason we talk about staying in touch is because you can't be sure the company has a great onboarding process and you don't want to put your best foot forward and drag the other one behind and have a great experience and get a great offer and accept it and then have it be 60 days or 30 days and feel like once you start, everybody's lost track of you and you end up not starting off on a good foot. The other point I want to make, and we alluded to it during the cast, but I just want to cover it one more time. We've talked about it a couple other casts. I'm going to repeat it again here. If you have multiple offers, guys, you always accept first. This is an add on or an additional point uh, hung below number one when to say yes. If you have multiple offers, you say yes before you say no. Okay? Now, it's possible that you could say no to a company because you've decided. I'm going to say no to company B and you're still deciding between A and C. We don't recommend unless it's going to take you weeks to decide. We don't recommend you say no to B until you accept A or C. You can wait a little bit on a decline. If there's a reasonable short period of time, three to five days before you're going to be able to say yes. And why but is you that? never Okay. Because you never know what's going to happen. You never know. If you decline and you haven't said yes, first of all, who knows what could happen with the, with the offer, but that's not really the issue. That's a 1% chance. The 99% chance is the company that's losing you is saying, well, have you accepted? And either you lie or you say, well, actually, no, I haven't. If you say, no, I haven't, they say, well, who are you considering? Well, so is it? where are the differences? And so suddenly
0: mm.
1: you're left telling the truth only as a way with no other choice but to get tell them what the weaknesses are relative to their offer. And then they change it. But then, of course, you have questions about whether or not they're being legitimate or whether they're really mean. Well, we'll give you that salary. Well, we'll give you this. We'll give you this. And then suddenly, when you end up still saying no, they realize you weren't being truthful and they went through a lot of trouble and they really want you, but now they're soured about you. And Mm. now you're stealing all the goodwill off the table and they're probably in the same industry and they may very well know who you are long after the time you turn them down. So what you do is you call and you accept with one company, you call the other company and say- I'm going to decline your offer. I've accepted an offer with another company. And then that's a done deal, right? Once you've accepted, it's boom. You're fertilized. And there's, yeah, the the door's closed. Yeah, exactly. Now, so I took that little aside. Sorry. Let's go back to the final point. We want the offer acceptance to springboard you into a good start. So we're going to recommend... In the same way that companies used to be responsible for your careers and they used to be responsible for your onboarding when you got hired, today in the modern world, okay, not when Mike and I started our careers, but now the way it is today, guys, not only is your company not responsible for your career, companies are a lot less likely to have a good onboarding process and you need to keep in touch in order to help your own onboarding process. Okay, it's best practices for the hiring manager to keep in touch with you. And we're going to put out a series of casts about onboarding to go with how to be an effective hiring manager. Ideally, they would call you every two to three days to give you more information, let you know what you can do to prepare and touch base and see if you have questions or concerns about logistics or what benefits or accounting or HR or legal are talking to them about. But if your manager doesn't do that, that doesn't stop you doing the same thing. Call and ask if there's any preparation you need to do. Call and ask for any details that have been left out. If you don't know what to do and you can't get an answer from your hiring company, come to our forums and ask there. And if you haven't gotten an answer from me in a couple of weeks, send me an email at customer service at dot julescom and we'll tell you what you can be doing between the time you are now and the time you'll start. Tell us about your job and tell us about your experience and about what company and what industry and we'll tell you what we would do to prepare for that particular situation. Use any opportunity you can to build a relationship. Look, HR, maybe finance is going to reach out to you. Call them back. Talk to them on the phone. Make a friend in finance. Make a, make a friend in accounts payable. Make a, friends in a, make a friend in HR. You never know. And that shows you're an enthusiastic person. It shows that you have people skills, which is so huge. I mean, do we need to even talk about people skills after seven years talking about them? You want to be able to have everyone else convince the hiring manager for you that he or she made the right choice in bringing you on board. And there are a lot of people who go, well, I said yes. My obligation's over until the day I start, and now I'm going to totally focus on having a good transition from the place I'm leaving. And I wouldn't argue that you want to have a good transition, but there's nobody who's so darn busy that they can't have a good transition and every second or third day spend five minutes on the phone or crafting an email to their future boss or somebody else in the organization to make sure that that bridge is being built at the same time as you're dismantling the platform you're on. And that's it. When to say yes, what to say, how to say it, send a thank you note, stay in touch. Guys, if you're ready to accept, if you've made the decision, do so with enthusiasm. If you're not ready to accept, do so with enthusiasm as soon as you are. Don't leave it till the deadline. Start that relationship with only good messages. That's the way to do it.
0: Awesome. Thanks, my friend. I enjoyed that. You bet, partner. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you back here again next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long.